Hey y'all, well, welcome back to What Do We Know? We're here for another video. Um, you know, we're just talking about round one draft picks and things and going over evaluating. Uh, stay tuned to the end to find out who won in our mock drafts. We lost. We've got some little punishment planned, fun combos. All right, enjoy. So they messed up. RSU fans loved it. Bingo fans hated it. NFL fans were laughing at it. Yes. <laughs> that's, you're, that's such a good yeah. They traded up again in the second round, I know. But this was just such a great move by them. Yeah, they were like, well, everything this guy does is is great. He's on it. He's got a great personality. He's good with the media. He's good with people. He's just got a good head on his shoulders. I like this guy. It's a good pick for now. Look, I'm in Phillips to Miami. Love it. At 18. Love it. Dude, yeah. I have to say, of the players that I would roll the dice on, is him. Baby Phillips. Yeah. I like him. Hey y'all, welcome, welcome to What Do We Know, we're here to talk about the draft that happened, and give you our opinions and things about what, what, what the picks went on. Crazy Thursday night. Yep, pretty interesting. We're just doing uh, the first round tonight. Yeah, just round one though, we're running through round one, and uh, I mean, let's just hop right into it. Pick number one, the Jacksonville Jaguars take Trevor Lawrence. No surprise. No surprise. Yeah. Shot shot. Me anyway. We all argued uh, Justin Fields because, like like we all said, it's really where he should have gone. Yeah. You can't blame Jacksonville for taking Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields has the highest ceiling, but, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is, is the safe pick. You he's know there. he's going to be a franchise quarterback. Go Looks ahead. Looks like he can him. produce. <laughs> and, they, right, right. you know, we'll get into it later, but their later pick was – it's going to help him out as well. Yeah, Second man. overall pick is the one I want to ramble about. <laughs> Go for it, Josh. Ramble along, right, man. We'll just move past just the Jags. The second overall pick is the exact same pick that we saw four years ago. Yep. And I'm wondering <laughs> what – I want to know what the Jets think is going to happen differently this time around. Hey, this is literally they took the, the young QB in the draft, the one with the least amount of experience. He's got fantastic – oh, excuse me, technique – but he's literally the exact same style player as Sam Darnold. And I thought that they were going to shake the waters, and they just didn't. They did not rock the boat at all. Yeah. No, they went back, right back honestly, to the same mistake. Right. <laughs> I honestly was expecting Trey Lance even over Zach Wilson yeah. because why give up on Sam Darnold and then redraft Sam Darnold? I honestly yeah. think Zach Wilson you, if, is if the Sam worst Darnold's, out of the five If TVs. Sam Darnold's not working for yeah. you, and Zach Whoa. Wilson is honestly great. But I think Sam Darnold is going to do good with the Panthers, man. Just if he's not working for you, then you need to do something else. Well, Zach Wilson would go great. He would be amazing in any other – in a Packers scenario if Aaron Rodgers was willing or even um, a Steelers scenario. Just like we said, Sam Darnold would have done great with the Eli Manning scenario in the Giants. Right, you but, don't draft him to be your starter. You draft him yeah. to be a backup for a year. You or drafted two, and a then very... be your starter. You know you're gonna. Right. He's gonna Sam Darnold himself, and in three years when he comes to resign for contract, you're gonna be like, oh, you. But you've sucked the past couple of years, right. and it's like but he's about to do good though. He's oh about yeah, to do good. you <laughs> drafted he, a he very talented well. kid. Yeah, he would have done well in a, a Patrick Mahomes scenario. 
Yeah, yeah right. Draft because he does have. Him. Yeah, he has great playmaking. Even ability, on the man. Redskins. All right, oh, all right, all right. Too, man. But my call enough for him about is... Zach Wilson. This is yep. a. This was an interesting I like pick. pick. I don't like the pick. Going on to the San Francisco though? 49ers, taking Trey Lance. I like it. I love it. I think it's great. I think Trey Lance was underrated whenever all the per, uh, whenever all the mock, mock drafts started coming out. And then people just started looking at him, and they were like, well, everything this guy does is, is great. He's on it. He's got a great personality. He's good with the media. He's good with people. He's just got a good head on his shoulders. I like this guy. It's a look, good pick for the Niners. Look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I love Trey Lance. Yeah. I, my only problem with this pick is they didn't take Justin Fields. Right. Yeah. I think Justin I, Fields. I agree is there. But now, now, if they're going to sit Trey Lance behind Garoppolo, if they're going to stick with Garoppolo this year, I like the pick better. Yeah, I agree. Just to with let, that. not that I'm saying Garoppolo's not good. the entire season. I would say uh, like maybe like, like, do like four they did weeks with into the season. Kind of do like they did with Tua and just right. kind of get them in there when they can and, and let, yeah. let them ease in. That's what yeah. I foresee happening. Right. That's if fair. they, if they do I that, I like the pick. Yeah, yeah, because I love Trey Lance. They I need to be smart with him. He's got a bright future. Throw him to the wolves. Right, I think he San Francisco's offense is a lot like a Russell Wilson type QB. That's yeah, exciting. San Francisco's yeah. offense is a, a a couple pieces away from being legitimately scary now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. All right, the Atlanta Falcons take the first player that isn't a quarterback at pick number four, and it's a tight end, Kyle Pitts. Dude. I'm, Ugh. I love Kyle Pitts. I love he's a, Kyle he's an absolute unit. It's crazy to me to see a tight end go off the board in the top five picks. He's the first. He is the highest drafted tight end since 1960. And I don't understand what Atlanta is doing, man. I, I don't get it. Your, your offense has not been the problem for so long. The only yeah. problem on your offense is Matt Ryan. Like, you don't have a single defensive back out there. You've got a, a good linebacker. And, God, to be honest with you, I can't even remember what their defensive line looks like anymore. You know, it's like you took one of the best position players on the board. You, you did. They have a couple good linebackers, Josh. Yeah, they have a few. But I mean, also, like, if not I feel Deion like Jones, I think Alua Khan would be playing that role pretty well. So I, I think but, it's a good – I think it's a grand slam pick no matter what is the issue. I think you take – no matter who – what team you are. Unless I think you that's like why Atlanta took it. It's, it's – he's a, he's a stud, you know. Like, you can't go wrong with it. You could have done better possibly, but it's not a bad pick. You can't say that Kyle Pitts is a bad pick. Kyle Pitts is, wouldn't have been a bad pick anywhere. He turns 21 in the fall. Like, he's 20 right now. The dude's 20 and he's – dogging people like, like we like we said he's 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 not you're not drafting a tight end at number four you're drafting a swiss army knife man yeah he can block he can he's the best receiver in the draft honestly yeah so yeah he's it's hard not to pass up that type he's of a grand slam like of a pick yeah right. that's it that's why i had him there in the first place it was it's atlanta just not had, what atlanta needed well it's like you said atlanta needed so many things you just take the best one that's there yeah. you know and <laughs> Yeah, but I say so many things, and I don't see any of those things being an offensive that thing that they need, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I agree with you there. Defense well, was a nightmare. But mm. it is 
Yeah, but they it did is do, like the Texans I, I, taking Jadevian Clowney. You're just staring right. at him like, man, He's I don't want to pass up LeBron James. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. into it, but I think the I think the Falcons actually had a pretty good draft after round one. Yeah, so. they didn't do that. Um, moving on to one of the most debatable <laughs> picks in the entire draft for rounds one through seven, Jamar Chase goes to the Cincinnati Bengals at number five. That's a Joe Burrow pool. Now, Josh, before before well, I say Josh, before all of us go into this, because I also think it was dumb, I will say Joe Burrow now has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. And I would well, I mean, Jamar Chase was with him at LSU, and I would put T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd very similar to the other two receivers that he had at LSU the year they won the championship. And it's like you see a similar situation, but he doesn't have the protection. If yeah, he somehow but, gets the protection, that could be absolutely lethal, bringing Jamar Chase to Cincinnati. But um, Panay Sulel instantly makes an entire O-line like three notches better. Well, Just, also <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is like we've said already, the Bengals did better after Burrow got injured. And it's not Burrow's fault. It's the fact that they were like, man, we have to rely a little bit more on our run game. They put the ball in the hands of their running backs, and their running backs did well, which made the other quarterbacks look better. Yeah, Joe Burrow shouldn't have been throwing the ball 60 times a game. I was dumb. And you're going to get him hurt because he still has a fairly good enough line as a young player to learn that he needs to get rid of the ball faster than he got rid of it at LSU. But yeah. if you're going to make him throw the ball 60 times a game again, you better have drafted Penny Sewell. Uh, if not, give the ball to Joe Mixon and don't make Joe Burrow throw the ball as often as you Yeah, were. keep him at like a 20 pace. Mm. Right. And and my, my thing, too, is, you know, you could say he can't throw the ball because his receivers aren't open if you want to, but I, I call BS on that. Anyways, but – Jamar Chase isn't the receiver that's going to help him do that. Jamar Chase is not the slot receiver that gets open and he can. He can uh, well, that's Tyler Boyd. That's Tyler Boyd. He's well, got then that. Why, then he has to do it, and he didn't do it last year. So I just and I love. They didn't Jamar do anything Chase, last year. Is the thing he didn't. The they didn't have opportunities. Got to get rid of the ball. Got to get rid of the ball much sooner now. Jamar Chase run all the way down the field. Is it going to get rid of the ball any? No, I agree, but it could draw attention away. This pick. Oh, I, we could keep going on about this pick for a long time. We need to. <laughs> Jamar Chase is not a bad pick unless you have the worst offensive line in the NFL and Panace Wells. And Panace Wells sitting on. Yes, I agree. Is Jamar Chase is an excellent pick. Yeah. Unless you're in the position the Bengals were in. So they messed up. LSU fans loved it. Bengals fans hated it. NFL fans were laughing <laughs> at it. Yes. That's, that's such a good – yeah, that's a great evaluation. Perfect. Okay. No, yeah. um, Miami Dolphins take Jalen Waddell at Love number it. six. Love it. Yeah. Boom. Phenomenal pick. pick. Good call, Matt. Good call. Good we call. knew it was one of the two Bamas. Yeah. Um, we'll announce the, we'll the loser of the draft at the end of this episode. Yeah, we'll go. No, into that's that. that's gonna be beautiful though. Two two likes him a lot. It's gonna work out nice. I agree because I'm you know Devontae Miami, Smith man. won the Heisman, but also uh it's like I just I think Jalen Waddle's a better better fit over there. I, well, I agree. And and like I said in a in an earlier episode, you're also bringing in the best punt returner from college football as yep. well. 
it's about your special teams is about the boost. It's more than just a receiver. Ten extra yards from a punt return helps. I just see the more the more that we see happen in the offseason, the more that I start to agree with where Gabe was at in our early episodes talking about the team he's most excited to see this season is Miami Miami. Dolphins, man. Man, I think they they had some awesome offseason moves. They're gonna be wild. I really think they're gonna be like one of the best teams in the NFL next year or the year after. They're just building. And they've been building, they've been building for the past couple of years, but like now they're putting in the key pieces to take their offense, to take their team to the next level. And I'm it's excited. It's really odd. They did such a great job building that you never even saw it happen. Yeah, it was slow. It's like the Dolphins, it's the Dolphins, it's the Dolphins. And then, like, within but a two-year period, you're right like, now? oh, my gosh. You know. Well, it's like they did it different. Many teams are like, I'm going to take this stud, number one overall, and he's going to change our team. You know, like, he's going to come in and do it. And the Miami Dolphins were like – how about before we get our stud, we use a bunch of late round picks to like build before, and then we put our studs into good situations to start off. And they're right. already it was almost they're ready to take off. It was almost like you know some some teams start rebuilding and they take one player a year. It takes twenty two years to rebuild a team. Yeah, you know you can't just have a top draft pick every year for twenty two years. It, it doesn't happen. No. Well, but it's like the picks. Dolphins like we're bad. <laughs> Right, the Browns tried it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> the Dolphins were bad intentionally and, like, built that cap room until one year in the free agencies. They were just like, we'll pay all of y'all, you know? Oh, and we have five first-round picks. Let's do this thing, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> they the were Texans ready. would have learned. Uh, <laughs> all right. Maybe that's Detroit what they're doing Lions. now. Maybe that's why they're getting rid of all their good players. All right, here we go. We're on a the, great on pick the from the Miami Dolphins taking Jalen Waddle. So, we move so on the to Lions, the Detroit Lions. The Lions are sitting here at seven, and they're like, well, we were going to take Jamar Chase, but yep. – uh, <laughs> Yep. The but, Lions, but the Bengals messed up. We'll protect yeah, Eric off a little bit, and uh, yeah. Swift you know, can get a little more yards on the ground. This pick to me right here is very much like the Falcons, Kyle yes. Pitts pick. Yeah, I think exactly. that this is something that the Lions weren't expecting to have there at pick seven because a, ha, <laughs> the Jets could have even taken Penesuel. Like he, he's a, a man and a half. The Dolphins could have taken Penesuel. Like yeah, they all yeah. Been, man. And I think the Lions were just like, well, this is the best player left in the draft. Damn. That's dope. We're just oh, going to yeah. take him and we'll get a receiver later. Yeah, they drafted uh, a top three pick at it. number seven. Yeah, so that's, I think that is amazing. It's a great I pick for done it too. Every, uh, you can't every go wrong team afterwards, it. I'd have been like, oh, man, like Ben just said. If I was the Dolphins, I'd have almost taken him. Like, yeah, it's exactly what you said, like the Kyle Pitts thing. Very similar. They could have it, taken something that they needed more, but he's going to help you. It's a smart pick. It's a no-brainer pick. Right? Yeah. Right. All right. Um, we can, like, kind of skim over that because that's – Yeah. You know, we get that. The, Carolina Panthers. Well, they messed uh, up the whole draft right here. They really did. They threw, they threw every, or they at least threw me for, I don't know if like other analysts were expecting this or people looking, but JC Horn. I was blindsided by that. I love how Gabe just referred to himself as an analyst, like low key. (laughs) Yeah, right. Dude, I was on. I was on with my mock, man. It wasn't bad. Come on, man. He had a good mock. He had a very good mock. And and the Panthers here should have taken Justin Fields, honestly. Like, 
I think that my mock. I don't know why they didn't, but like you know, I was thinking Rashawn Slater right here, man. Well, I could yeah. see that too. Fields like they Slater. had a lot of options, but I, I didn't see Slater, but JC Horn. No, especially after you draft eleven oh, defense players last year, like you go all out defense, and, and even then you if come out and pick a cornerback, like you have two good cornerbacks already out there. It, even if you do take a corner, uh, Horn over Sertan at number eight. Like, I love J.C. Horn, and I love Patrick Sertan. I think they're both great. Both have good potential. But at number eight, I'm not so sure for Horn. I mean, I'm you not say so that. Sure. I don't know, man. You I, say I, that. The more, well, the more With the more. team they have, at least. Like, if they would have had a late right. pick and J.C. Horn would have dropped to it, I could see that being, yes, take J.C. Horn. But, like, you have a lot of things you can take here to help your team out more than this. This is the way I look at J.C. Horn. Growing up as a young athlete, you know, child athlete, who do you run drills with and play ball with in the backyard? Your Hall of Fame father. Right. If you can cover Joe Horn, you can cover anybody, right? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, his daddy set him up for success by by making him play the, the position and having to cover him in the backyard. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I see where Gabe's coming from. Like, I, I think that it's the team, man, because I – you say you're surprised at eight, bit. but I wouldn't have been surprised if he went at four to, to the Falcons, you know, because they don't yeah. have a single defensive back right. on that I, team. I, yeah, and he's the best DB in this draft. But, yeah, Carolina doesn't Well, need... that's that's to Gabe's point, though, Josh. It really – it comes down to scheme fit. Is it yeah. him or is All it right. Patrick Sertan? Oh, he fits And it just comes down to scheme fit. Well, and I think he fits the scheme. Oh, he's going he to do well. J.C. Horn is a, a Stephon Kil- Gilmore, uh, Jalen Ramsey type player, like on you. He yeah. sticks on you like glue. And and with that man coverage, and I know that Carolina likes to do that. I, I think it's a good pick for him. I, I think J.C. Horn's better than Sertan for Carolina. Yeah, but I still don't like the pick for him. I, I think I, they could have done better. Exactly. I don't like the pick, but he's going to do great. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think they definitely have bigger needs. Uh, uh, Denver Broncos, and I don't like this pick either. Even I also <laughs> I don't love like this pick. I don't like this pick for the same reason I don't like the Panthers pick, man. That's not what you needed. Yeah, we... I called it, be- but then we found out that they have two cornerbacks now. They have three and... cornerbacks. Well, they're rocking. <laughs> right. with, uh, they're going to literally debunk Matt and Sertan, but like. Like we no. literally debunked Matt. Matt was like, "They need a corner. They don't have any." And we're they like, should have oh, listened yeah. to our podcast. Yeah, they should have listened to the podcast. <laughs> on, they they, they forgot those. too. This is why. Um, Come on, Elway, tune in. So good as Gabe did what every GM out there does, and it's just like if the media tells me to do it, I'll do it. It's fine. That's exactly what and that's I was exactly like, what Gabe did. Hey, they listened to the media. They did. Click, 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 click. Like my my mock draft was not really what I talked about in our <laughs> podcast at all, but leading up to it, I was like, mm, "They're gonna do this. They're dumb. <laughs> People are dumb. Why?" Anyway, not the best pick for the Denver Broncos. Again, a guy that's good. He's gonna play well, but oh yeah, my not man. at all what you needed hey, at this spot. Low key, can we talk about how that dude did not look happy? <laughs> he looks like. Well, why he, would he be? Oh, he's man, probably he gonna. So he was pissed. the number nine overall pick at cornerback, and he might not even start. Well, like yeah. he got put put into a pretty shitty situation. Not he to was mention, expecting it was... to be put in white and blue. 
it was Silver it was blades. pretty much set in stone that he was going to play with his old teammate of the Dallas yeah. Cowboys with the very next pick. Yeah, which so, would have been beautiful, but you know, I'm sure uh, he's, he's going to sure, produce great. Sure, and instead, the very next pick I'm sure got traded. Held, <laughs> right, because he was gone. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure the Broncos pick came in. They picked the uh, Sertan, and Dallas was like, "Uh, anybody want this one?" Da- Dallas, honestly, I think what Dallas did was um, they took Patrick Sertan and they should have taken Parsons. So we're going to take Parsons and just <laughs> do a straight-up trade, Parsons for Sertan. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Let's oh, rock this, Denver. not trading like, for Parsons. Well, I love the Parsons pick. But anyway, well, that's later. Uh, yeah. Philadelphia Eagles take the Dallas pick uh, at number I, 10. I Interesting. Is it just pick. me? Is it just me? Or was that NFC East teaming up with the NFC East NFC, to totally screw the NFC East? NFC East? Like, the Eagles and the Cowboys were just – the Cowboys called up the Eagles and were like, hey, the Giants are going to take Devonta Smith for the next pick. Y'all want him or what? Oh, Yeah. And then, you know? and then <laughs> yeah, I it was awesome. Pick, though. I love it's this. great. I pick. love it. It's it's yeah. it's the reverse of what we had all said. You know, we said we are sending this Alabama receiver to this Alabama QB, and then you're going to send this Alabama receiver to this former Alabama QB. And I... instead, Matt went, Nah, they're going to do it this way. And either way, I think I think it's great. I love the pick, and I think Jalen Hurts needs help on that offense in Philadelphia, no matter how bad the defense needs help. You know, it was almost like the Cowboys were kind of like peace offering because they took CeeDee Lamb last year, and the <laughs> Eagles fans and the Eagles organization were livid because they were about to take CeeDee Lamb. Right. So they just said, look, look, come on, trade up with us. You could have Devonta Smith. Wait, did they pick him before? Yeah. Eagles yeah. were about to pick like two picks before Josh. Yeah, I still know the right Eagles. Before. The Eagles missed somebody. They took Jalen Rieger, who I love. But no, I they missed still Justin someone Jefferson. Major on the, but yeah, Jefferson. Uh-huh. They missed yeah. out on Justin Jefferson. But they were high um, in CD Lamb. The Cowboys just snagged them because he was still there. Yeah, I like the pick. I think the Eagles did well throwing Devontae Smith in there. I Excellent think Devontae nice. Smith, Jalen Rieger, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders in the backfield. Uh, you got Dallas Godert and Zach Ertz. At tight end, solidifying the outsides I of that O line. I think they got rid of Hertz. I think they got rid of Hertz. Yeah. Oh, either way, Godert's a stud. Godert. Yeah, Godert's a stud, and the Eagles. The Eagles honestly didn't have any consistency at receiver at yeah. all last year. They have great athletes, but no consistent hands. They got to figure and it out. I think the yeah, they dropped so much last year, and no injuries. Like Devonta Smith isn't injury prone, so I think he's also going to very much help out to that for their offense. All right. Chicago Bears get, like, the steal of the draft here yeah, at number 11 did. with uh, the trade Giants. Up, trade trade with the Giants. This is the Patrick Mahomes situation. I like the Chicago Bears were so aggressive this draft. And you know – what's his name? The GM, I'm blinking. Whatever. His job's on the line <laughs> Orion, right now. Orion Pace. Pace. Pace's job is on the line, and he was so – I mean, they traded up, like, what, three times in this entire draft? They traded up again in the second round, I know. But this was just such a great move by them. Yeah, I agree space. with you. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you see Mac Jones and Justin Fields, who are both top ten QBs, I, I think, um, both drop outside of the top ten. 
and you've got Andy Dalton, you need to trade up and get one of those quarterbacks that fell outside of the top 10 because getting a top 10 pick from a team is much easier. Uh, getting a, I mean, getting pick 11 from a team is much easier than a top 10 pick. So as soon as Fields goes down there, great move from the Bears, getting up and taking him. And maybe do exactly what we were saying the Niners do with Trey Lance. And keep him behind Dalton for a little and let him like mentor. He's a man. They will for a little. I I'm, I love this pick right here because the way that I see this pick is very, very, very similar to Baltimore. Um, just having the same style system QB for forever in your franchise. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're realizing now, like, I need to make a change and it's time to turn with the tides. We're going to change the way that our offense looks because our offense has been the problem. And that's why I said I was kind of disappointed with the Jets. Right. But I think that the Bears actually, like, went into it. Like, they, they did went it. into that. They wanted to make that change. And I think Fields is going to make that change for them because they already have a stellar defense. That's I didn't – The Bears' history um, has been put on. Yeah, I like what you're saying because I didn't see the Bears taking Justin Fields. Matt, so I saw it happen and I was like, nice. It, I, Matt thinks he's going downhill right here. <laughs> I'm terrified the Bears ruining him, man. Like, see, here's my thing is I don't so think he'll get ruined. I think I if, I, if he doesn't I, do well I, I in Chicago, he'll find a home somewhere else. I agree with Josh. I think we're about to see a totally different offense from Chicago. Yeah. They've got Tariq Cohen. look like Deshaun hey. Watson for a little bit, but – They got hey, Tariq hey, Cohen back, get, I believe. You're about to get fired, so do something. And they're like, okay, last-ditch effort. We're going to change everything up. Yeah. Fields is the QB you draft when you need somebody to make your offense, not when you're looking to put someone in your offense. Correct. Yeah. Um, the Jets, on to the Dallas Cowboys. The, yeah, the Bears gonna, are about to change. We need to keep on rolling here. On to the Dallas Cowboys at number 12 with their right. little trade arounds. They take Micah Parsons, which is, I mean. Steal. Why yeah, not? it's a steal. Yeah. It's a steal or not. Yeah. Steal. Yeah. I believe uh, it's a steal. It's like at number 10, they were ready to take Patrick Sertan or JC Horn if Sertan went before. And they both went right before them. So they were like, well, we know the Bears are going to try and take Justin Fields trading up here. We'll trade up with the Eagles and they'll take, uh, they'll take Devontae Smith. And then we've got Parsons sitting at number 12 and a bunch of extra picks because of it. They made a good move here. Yeah, I'm a fan of it. There's not much more they could have done because they were looking for corners and there weren't any corners worth to take here anymore. Not not that high. N- yeah, that not idea. at 12 or 10. You, you still have two incredibly talented first-round cornerbacks left on this board, but to take them well, at 12 is like... Right, I think they'd have been yeah. able to trade... If they'd have been able to trade down further and get a little bit more you know, from a team that wanted to move up higher than just two picks. Right. Then then that would have probably been the pl- game plan. But here sitting at 12, you you got to take, you know, gotta best take player available. And, and it's still a need. And we'll get into everyone's drafts further on in other episodes. But I'm really getting the vibe that we're going to see a big defensive scheme change based on, on their the way their draft was. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I feel I could see that. Yeah, they they've got oh, three super athletic linebackers to. now. Yeah, who can all so they have spread five the field. Super athletic linebackers now. Let's be fair. Right, right. But I mean, like 
three that everybody knows about. Jalen Smith, Leighton Van Der Esch, and Micah Parsons. Everybody knows those three names and knows that those are three linebackers who can cover the field. There are three first-round so linebackers. And and Andrew Cox. Yeah. I think it's a solid pick. Uh, L.A. Chargers. Love it. God bless. You, wow, you killed I'm it. I'm good with it all day. Yeah. Taking Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. He's still there. Helping you Justin go ahead, Herbert. Right ahead. Yes. I, I mean, think it's a great pick. I, I feel like this could actually be one of the steals of the draft. Yeah. I think yeah. So, oh, yeah. I think it is a great steal this they, draft. They're going to get a win next year. I bet you <laughs> they win a game. You're right. Yeah. I, <laughs> I bet. Herbert, your win is coming. We believe in you, brother. You got to. You got a man, Rashawn Slater, to protect you now. I can't wait to see Slater play, honestly, because the vibe I get from him is so intense, and he got knocked by all NFL analysts and scouts because his arms are that much shorter than they like. So, I mean, it's like Devonta Smith. Oh, yeah, well, you're 20 pounds lighter than we want you to be, so you're not going to be any good. He also sat down on Chase Young. Right. Oh yeah, no, no, no. He can. He he proved he can handle himself, and then I feel like he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and I feel he carries s- severe intensity for an offensive lineman. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Um, the New York Jets trade up to 14 with the Minnesota Vikings. Great move and grab Elijah Vera Tucker. I like it a lot because, I mean, you just drafted uh, Zach Wilson. Here's the thing. I don't like the Zach Wilson pick. But you you take Zach Wilson and you're like, ah, let's let's at least protect him, trade up and get Elijah Vera Tucker, solidify the other right tackle because they have Mekki Becton at left tackle. And, I mean, that guy's going to be a stud, it looks like. He's got a lot of promise. So I, I love the pick whether or not the first pick was a bust. I like this one. This is why I don't like the pick. They traded up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 If, yep. if they'd have taken Vera Elijah Tucker, Vera Tucker or Trey, even you well, know Alex Leatherwood, and or a lot Trey of people had Vera Tucker. A lot of people had Elijah Vera Tucker going before, uh, before Slater even. Like, I, I don't. Know, I love Vera Tucker, but I don't find that he's that much of a jump over Tevin Jenkins, Derrick Shaw, Leatherwood for them to trade away stuff fair. to go get him. They were still that. picking in the first round. Here's why I mean, they I didn't love trade Vera that Tucker. far up. I think they could have stayed where they were at and still got Vera Tucker. But I love Vera Tucker because he's probably your most complete offensive lineman. He's the he is the Swiss Army knife offensive lineman that you can put him kind of anywhere on that O line. Slide he's him actually, where you need him. He's very much known for playing guard. And the reason I don't like the pick, even though I love Elijah Vera Tucker, because because of that specifically, but he. As Gabe just said, you just you just drafted your your hopeful franchise quarterback again. So I don't understand why you don't go for a true tackle. You know, like you go for That's that complete fair. tackle. You 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 put Darashaw at right tackle. You know, he's the next best true tackle on the board. Give him protection. But I, the only reason I could see a guard is because they do need a guard. And if you watch Wilson, he kind of plays up in the pocket and, and jumps out behind the guards and takes off running. I just don't think you trade up for this. Right, pick. I don't they either. Did. 
They did. Right. I, agree. That's I, I fair. like I like Ferris Tucker. It was a need for the Jets. It was a great pick. I wouldn't have spent the capital that I did to go get him. I feel that. That's not uh, bad. Yeah. How about Belichick going over and uh, drafting Tom Brady? Hey, I called that too, baby. <laughs> Belichick what knows what he's doing. Belichick he does. definitely knows what he's doing. Matt, I think instead of a screen, we should just have a, a screenshot of Mac Jones and, and Tom Brady's uh, pictures next to each other. And, you know and we can about. scream <laughs> over it. That's like it. terrifying can be how <laughs> terrifying it is. <laughs> terrifying picture. Oh, oh man. Do that. I'm actually – if I'm being honest with you guys, I'm actually pretty terrified with this pick. I don't I don't believe that Mac Jones is a bust. I still think he's a good QB, but I think he landed in the promised land for himself. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. see yep, yep, him yep. I, I see him being a bust somewhere else. Maybe, you know, if Chicago drafted him, Almost I see him anywhere being else. like Trubisky. You know, but Maybe. I think he landed in the promised land. Anywhere with a good line, he was going to do well. Yeah. yeah. And anywhere with a good system, he was going to do well. Anybody that has confusion on the, the dude's way accuracy is on point, right? But he doesn't. Okay, I, I don't find that he's what, that. Josh. I just think that anyone has confusion on what the situation with him and Cam Newton is going to be isn't seeing the big picture here. I think that Bill Belichick is going to run the exact same offense he ran with Cam Newton last year, but when he wants to throw it back and run the same offense he ran with Tom Brady, he puts Mac Jones in that and he runs a two QB yeah. system. So here's how here's how you know Belichick knows what he's doing is because Matt Jones, out of the five QBs here in the first round that went, I mean, he's not the most athletic. He's not – you look at him and you're like, I mean, you're good, but what are you exactly, you know? This is the highest drafted quarterback that Bill Belichick has ever taken. Bill Belichick has never taken a QB this early before, and he takes Matt Jones at 15. And – it's because he knows what he's doing. He's he's got plans for this kid. He's got ideas. I'm excited okay. to see it. Also, look at the Me hips too. on that dude, bro. When you throw the ball, that's where it comes from. <laughs> Man, yeah. Everybody's yeah. making fun of the way Mac Jones walked. I'm like, Belichick's like, hey, we, I bet you we're going to teach him how to throw the ball <sighs> 75 yards. All right. What about Arizona Cardinals? Uh, I don't get it. This one threw me. It, and I'm a it, fan it, of the player. Yes. It pissed me off, but honestly. I don't it upset me. Ooh. All right, yeah, so moving on. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> they take, they take Zayvon Collins, Collins, and it's like he's See, awesome. But why did you take him? Here's somewhere like, I can't even tell you right now where exactly he's gonna play. He's gonna play standing in slash outside linebacker, just like Chandler Jones. He's a big boy that they're going to use to pass rush because he's deceptively fast, but he's kind of like Matthew Juna and can still roll into his hook the flat zone if he has to. And I think that's exactly where they're going to play him. Well, to me, you I lost mean, Peterson, Farley, and Nason are still on the board right, right here. Why, like, I still think it might Cardinals? be too early for either one of them, but not for the Arizona Cardinals because no. they need a cornerback so bad. And, well, and if Zayvon it's too Collins, early, though. If it's too Zayden early, Collins was probably going to fall to like the late first round, like yes. maybe even second maybe if nobody go to took New him. Orleans or yeah. maybe Oakland, but I didn't, you know, like not much of a chance of this guy going uh, anytime soon, he, at least. He's, he's yeah, not right. even a linebacker fit in New Orleans or Oakland, you know, like, yeah, he's not their style, even though he's one of the best backers on the board right now. He would have fit into somewhere like Tennessee. Mm hmm. Yeah, and they have bigger needs. 
I don't I don't like it. It's weird. It's an odd pick. It's just it's just very basic and and a dumb decision. Moa is still on the board, and I feel like Arizona could have utilized him better than they're going to use Zayvon Collins. I don't. I disagree with that because I, I think, think Moa is dumb. almost the same right. as Isaiah Simmons. There you go. And we're back. Hey, that was we are recording. Ah! Extra screen. Sorry. <laughs> um, pick Talk seventeen. Don't make sense. <laughs> oh yeah. Pick 17, the Raiders take Alex Leatherwood. All right. I got one thing and one thing only that makes any sense in this pick to me. John Gruden does not care about Derek Carr, and he does not care about throwing the ball at all. He wants he to found, give Josh Jacobs the ball oh, every time. yeah. He, like, found Josh Jacobs, fell in love Derek with Henry. Got in the first round and said, who's the only run-blocking tackle in this draft? The Alabama one. We'll take it's it. <laughs> and that's it. You Let's know, keep giving the this, ball to Josh Jacobs. Is this not what the Raiders do? I feel like like they 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 take these players who are ranked everywhere on draft boards from rounds one through four. <laughs> this guy could go like who knows when Alex Leatherwood gets drafted here, and the Raiders are like number seventeen overall. Give me that Bama boy. <laughs> we're, we're rolling. Like, look, honestly, I don't understand the pick. I don't agree with the pick. But if it is for the purpose that I just said, <laughs> and it's literally just to have a run blocking tackle. If for that's Josh the Jacobs, only purpose it can damage be. damage than it already does, I'm behind the pick. So, like, let's go. It's the only thing it can be is we want to pound the rock more. And to be honest, if I'm Derek Carr, I'm like, whatever, pay me to hand the ball to that guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, fair. Josh Jacobs is my favorite running back to watch. So, like, I'm down with it. But as an organization, I think it's just dumb. It doesn't but, make any sense at all. But you bro. know what? Screw it. Let's let's run the ball a uh, hundred times a game and see if we win. I'm down. Um, I like it. Jalen Phillips to Miami. Love it. At 18. Love it. Dude, yeah. I have to say, of the players that I would roll the dice on, is him. Jalen Phillips. Yeah. I like Phillips. I like Jalen Phillips a lot. Uh, to me, I am. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, this guy's, like this guy's like either going to be a home run pick or he's going to be popped out at the track, like at the warning track. Like, it's such a. He's got so much potential. Yeah, man. Man, I, think I hope he's he goes a home into run it. pick. I, I think I think we talked about Miami being exciting and all the moves that they've been making and been talking about rolling the dice on him just now. And Miami yep. is seriously, seriously lacking in one position only, pressure on the QB. Like, their, their run defense is good. Uh, this man's going to come in and make, I, make things happen. I think Phillips is about to make some noise. Can you imagine how he stays Miami. in Miami? Can you stays imagine Miami. in Miami. Can you That's imagine cool how too. good the deep backs are going to look when Jalen Phillips is chasing the quarterback? All I right. mean, the, the deep backs are good, and they oh, actually yeah. have to cover. Oh, yeah. If that quarterback's under pressure, Miami's – yeah, it's like it's – yeah, like They're, they're going to be nasty I'm so pumped year. for them. I'm so pumped for the team. A Washington football team at pick number 19 the takes Jamin Davis. Uh, well, a linebacker Ruben from Foster Kentucky. got arrested too many times, I guess. Is that their, I, their... I don't care if Ruben Foster got arrested too many times. You take a guy who's not going to go until late third. Well, 19. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Oh. I, 
I don't. Okay, maybe <laughs> early third, but like I don't I think this guy's going the whole laptop. the third. <laughs> um, I think he goes. I think they could have taken uh, him mid, in the second late round. second, early third. He did definitely could have taken him in the second round. And the one reason being is that this guy's making the transition to linebacker. He's a small backer. He's a fast backer. Yeah. He's he's doing like Deion Buchanan did. He's coming from safety into a linebacker role, and love loved the player. Um, love those hybrids. Anyway, that's the the Brian Erlachers. You know these guys that are just got the size and tenacity for linebacker coming out of that safety spot. But I because of that, I agree with you. This is I right think they each, were man. looking well, for Zayvon Collins, especially when once he no. was gone. They because oh, David Collins is a totally different player than Jamin Davis, but I think that's who they wanted, and they didn't really know what to do once he was off the board. My yeah, problem he, with he this is pick, a, a fit over there. My problem Ryan with Kerrigan this pick, type. yeah. I love Washington taking the linebacker here, yeah, and I actually like them taking an athletic linebacker that can help patrol and everything because nobody's going through that defensive line anyway, but uh, yeah, they're not. They don't need help on setting the edge or rushing the quarterback. Yeah. But when you have players like Koromoa or uh, who's the guy that Chiefs ended up taking? Uh, Bolton, you know, yeah, Cox even. It just seemed kind of like a reach for me when you had the same style player who I think there's probably about – Three, at least two of them that Dude, are Nick probably Bolton better than this guy. Nick Bolton and are both yeah. there. Yeah, they're right. both awesome. You got, you got Nick right. Bolton and Kuramoa uh, staring you in the face, and you went with Jamin Davis. That's the It's issue. a good pick. It was just not the right pick. Yeah, you know? I agree. I wasn't a big fan of that. I don't like it. Yeah. Strictly because I think they could have gotten him with their second-round pick and because – what you just said, Kermo. Yeah, better linebackers on the board. Yeah. Uh, the New York Giants come on with the with the number twenty pick they got from the Bears when the Bears took Justin Fields. It's another confusing pick for me, but I do. Here's love the this thing: guy. it's not confusing for Matt. I think it's great. Uh, I love it. I'll explain why in a second, because it's kind of a, a ramble. But Matt, apparently. What did she say? Oh, Matt's the only one that ever had the Giants taking receivers. And Josh and I both argued, dude, they they break up on receivers in the free agents. Yeah, they did break up on receivers in the free agents. Here's the thing about Kadarius Toney is that he's not exactly a receiver. Kadarius Toney has never been. And a lot of people think that's the Giants' plan for them is to make him a full-on receiver. But he's never been a receiver. I think they took Kadarius Toney. So that if Saquon somehow comes back, they can give this guy touches in the backfield, move him around, run stuff with him, kind of like a Devin Hester thing, and take pressure off of Saquon, keep him healthy. I think it's a great pick if that's how they're going to use Whoa. him. And the other There's thing, other thing about that, Gabe, is not only are you right, but Darius Tony played QB throughout high school. Right. Which the GM knows and mentioned in an interview afterwards when they were talking about him. So that we're going to see a little bit. We're going to see some cool little packages from him, I think. Yeah, he's he's up. definitely the, the Swiss Army knife that they, mm-hmm. they went out and got. Yeah, I think he's going to – I think the main purpose of taking Darius Tony here is to just relieve pressure off of everybody else that has that pressure on them right now. And it's a good decision. I love right. it. 
he throws something yeah. different out there. And I, I think if the Giants were to take the a receiver, this the is the one to take for them. Yeah, he's gonna help. He's gonna help Barkley ease into this new season after injury. He's gonna give Jones some help. All right, big help, big help. Pick twenty-one, Indianapolis Colts. Quiddy pay. Quiddy pay. Also called that. Just saying, you know. Uh, Josh. <sighs> I think this is like best player scenario pick right here. I am very, very like. You know, that's the only reason I called them taking him as well. It's because I got to this point in my mock draft and I was like, Quiddy Pay is still here. Right. But we're looking at Christian Derrishaw is still here. Yeah. And I want to know, like, like, why did he fall so far, man? I don't understand why he fell so far. I, I get the pick. Gruden for took Alex Leatherwood. Like, I get the pick, and I like the pick because Quidipe is definitely the most like versatile. Like we talked about already, you could play him interior, exterior. He could definitely play in standing outside for the Colts. He could still slide inside and play a defensive tackle. He can play the defensive end. Um, I just wanted to protect Wentz. That's impossible. Give, give Jonathan Taylor some more help on that O line. <laughs> I agree. Not not taking Darisol. Not taking Darisol was like Tevin Jenkins still there too. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but like you said, I'd go Darisol here. Yeah, but like, I, it's yeah. not a bad pick. No, I like the not. pick. He's definitely going to help that defense out. He really is. He's going to help that defense out a lot. Yeah, And like I said, that's why I just – I think Indianapolis looked at it and had to decide whether they thought Darisaw or Pay was a bigger risk of losing at this point and decide which one do they think is actually just the better football player because they are both such a good pick to take at this point. And for me personally, I'm like, oh, God, I'm, I just wish it would have been the offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still a good pick, and he's going to be an impact on that defense. It's more of an electric pick. That's it. Yeah. Um, 22 Tennessee Titans from Virginia Tech. Caleb Farley, the cornerback. Yeah, and look. Big surprise. I'm I'm so happy for Caleb Farley after everything he's gone through in this draft that he went in the first round. And what's funny to me – yes, I'm correct – all of us constantly were like, Caleb Farley right here, Caleb Farley right here, Caleb Farley right here for our last like three episodes. And then we were like, oh, wait, they don't have any receivers. And none of us got this pick right. Yeah. We all switched our pick and they ended up taking <sighs> Caleb Farley right here. Well, but I, I actually love it for the Titans, man. Oh, if he yeah. pans out. They don't this, have this any receivers, but they really don't have any cornerbacks. They, uh, well, they, I, and they I lost Malcolm Butler, Adore Jackson, and Desmond King over the offseason. I said it in a previous episode. I don't remember what team we were talking about either. or anything. But someone was talking about receivers. And I said the, the thing with the receivers is that the, the draft class is so extensive in this one that when there was another need, I went with that need first because you can get receiver later on, which I guess I was wrong because every team just kind of started gobbling up receivers right here very quickly. Hey, Terrence Marshall didn't go in the first. No, he didn't. Yeah. And no, the Panthers might have stolen. 
I think <laughs> I love that. I think that was a great pick for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Minnesota Vikings at 23 take Christian Derisaw about wow. time. It's good. It's a good pick. The only reason I yeah. had the, the Vikings taking a pass rusher is because we, we had these guys going way earlier that – to the yeah. by the time it gets to the Vikings, they're looking at offensive linemen and they're like, "Well, there's better pass rushers out there, so that's what we take instead." Which is the same with that Colts scenario that we ran into. And so, yeah, Darashaw going to the Vikings, dope. If I was the Vikings, yep. I would have taken him too. I'd have been stoked at that pick, yep. actually. Darashaw at twenty-three, that's nice. Um, here's that's a pick a that here's a pick that we're gonna have to all tell Josh we are sorry. Because I'm pretty sure we all Matt. told it's Matt. It's Matt. We Matt, all tell Matt, Matt we're sorry. Sorry. Um, because I'm pretty sure you said this, and we all were like, "No, shut up, don't do that." Well, like it's not that we were disagreeing with you. It's just that we did not say it was going to happen, and you said it would. Najee Harris goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers at pick 24. I love that. I love it. I think we all do. Matt's the only one that guessed it, so props to you, nope. brother. Yes, nope. sir. Yes, sir. I got him, yes, sir. I had Najee Harris going to the Steelers as well. Oh, after, okay. After Matt. After Matt talked you. about it, I went digging, <laughs> and uh, they said we're going running back early, and Najee Yo. Harris is our man. If he's not there, they were considering a team, but he was there. This is – um. I think Najee Harris is just somebody who can absolutely terrorize a defense by himself. He, he does everything, man. He's a running back that nobody's ever seen yet. I don't. I think he's going to bring a whole new game to the NFL. And I think yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers needed someone like that. It's gonna be, honestly, yeah, it's gonna honestly be if I had to pair him up with someone, it would be Le'Veon Bell. I, I would go I like Christian very, McCaffrey. On I see him very He's Alvin got Kamara. So mid, okay, see, that's what I'm saying. Alvin, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Which is what but, Matt's saying. Yeah, you haven't he, seen him he's yet. got a little bit you of something in him. You he's haven't little, seen him yet. I mean, the when, truth is, he's very much like Zeke, too, and the fact that he's bowling you over and then he's jumping you over, too. Like, it's crazy that you can look at a 240-pound running back and compare him to Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey. That's just not a – that's absurd. Really? 240? He's, I, I believe he weighed in at 232 at On the time. On top of the fact that he like, does the dude's not big. look like he is actually that big. He's very no. receiver body. Exactly. Body he's, a, he's, a, know, he's very right. That's what I'm saying. Somebody who can catch the ball man. and run like that and also get it inside the zone at a, that weight and that Similar. speed and that power, like, that's absurd. Similar to me um, – Honestly, like I, I think he's very similar to a young Des Bryant. It was just weird as a running back. I think when Des was coming out of Oklahoma uh, OSU, he was like that. Mar Demarco Murray literally said that you know Des has helped me learn how to be yeah. a better running back. And I think he runs like that, but they're giving it to him in the backfield instead of having him run and catch. All right, I'm so excited for him. Next pick, twenty five. The next running Damn, back in the first it. round. Jacksonville Jaguars take Travis Etienne and do exactly what we all told the New York Jets to do. They get exactly. Lawrence and Etienne on the same team, ready to take over. Uh, they didn't, they didn't necessarily need him, Dave, but you can't hate on it. It is a team, 
not ATN. What? Right, Travis Atien. Eighteen. Really? Eighteen. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it's Travis Atien. Wow. Yeah. Travis. That's Ateen. my bad. I'm sorry, Mister Atien, if you're listening. That's how um, they say it in and it's Jennings. A, and it's a pet peeve of his, Gabe. <laughs> Oof. Uh, you know what? Fight me, dog. <laughs> let's let's we'll, go, we'll Travis. We'll air it live. <laughs> Travis Etienne. Whoop that ass. No, I'm, no I'm, but this that's is not a, true. All right. Don't quote me. Don't quote me. Please don't quote me. That's, uh, uh, it it's is a super a, fun pick. It is pick. a very fun pick, man, to, to, to bring in Trevor it Lawrence is. and Travis Etienne at the same time. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's so fun. It's going to be fun to watch. I think we're about to see, see him a little bit in the slot, a little bit in the backfield. Like you're, you're gonna see. Well, uh, I think they're gonna use him. Gonna we use love him people. Fun. It's fun to it's it's fun to watch players do well and have fun, and that's what they have. They already have that connection. They've been doing it for two, three years, and they get to keep doing it now. So it's just gonna be exciting to watch. Uh, the Cleveland Browns at pick twenty six. Uh, great pick for them, Greg Newsom. I have a bone to pick with all of you over there. Yeah, Josh, you, you got this one. Go ahead. Y'all you- suck. Every single one of you sucks. You win this. I was one, man. so I felt so strong about this pick. I was so confident in Greg Newsom, and every one of you were like, "No, that's pretty stupid. Um, <laughs> that's not what's gonna happen." And then I started thinking about. It, I was like, "Damn, man, I guess it just is pretty stupid." There's Christian <laughs> Farmer's not gonna slip out of the first round, man. All right, screw it. And then when they drafted him, I was like, "Yes, yes, I got the pick." And then I was like. Man, Matt, my Matt draft and Gabe, board says Barmore, and I like Matt I hate and Gabe. You all. Do, do y'all realize that the NFL scouts nowadays are just as stupid as Josh? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. People were calling. Oh, no, why would they be just as stupid as me? No, no, no. The NFL scouts were closer to Gabe's draft board than mine, which That's means a I'm fact. smarter than them. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, true. You're nowhere near on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, Cleveland takes Greg Newsome, and now they have Grant Delpit, Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, and and Greg Newsome. Uh, Pretty nasty deep back setup if they all stay healthy. (laughs) That's a big if, but they do not want to end up in the same playoff situation they were in. Besides when they played the Steelers, that was a good situation. Right. Uh, So that's about it there. So the Ravens right. go. To the Ravens we go. To the Ravens, Ravens made big ball moves in the Baltimore. Draft for this first round. I liked it. Round one, pick twenty-seven, Rashad Bateman yes, from Minnesota. Sir. It's a good pick for them. It is a good pick. I they like probably it. Probably would have Marshall. I think Bateman plays just a little more aggressive. I think he's going to be better I think, than, yeah. than Terrence Marshall will. Fire. Like Terrence Marshall, he's sure he's bigger and he's taller, but that's what he's going to end up being used for is just that. Bateman's going to bring more, so much more to the game than he, he would. I, I'd, I'd Disgusting. Marshall over Bateman for like the reason you said you loved the Cox pick in the fourth round is Marshall played at LSU against Bama and Clemson and like. He was going up against Patrick Sertan on the regular. You know, Bateman played yeah. at Minnesota. He was going up against who on the regular? 
Minnesota's had some studs come out though. Yeah, they have yeah. had some studs. I was about to say, well, I love but not as many as. The, Don't you know, talk LSU to me about Minnesota boys, son. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Fair, I fair. You. I love it. Fair I enough. love it. Um. All right. Uh, not a bad pick. I like. No, great pick. Great pick. Really Twenty-eight for the New Orleans Saints, and talk about a steal a of the draft. Bust. Talk about a bust. What I mean, is this pick? That is the it's most. It's a New Orleans pick. It's, a it's the most New Saints Orleans thing pick, I've man. ever seen, man. They're, they'd have been better picking trash, my guys. Yeah, I've got yes. so many and, friends who and are and big that fans was a of last this team. Pick. <laughs> like I work, I work with Saints fans. Elijah Karamoa. He said, Yo. here's the thing, man. The Saints are always trying to find that diamond in the rough. But don't do it in the first round. Don't. Like, <laughs> you use the third, fourth rounds for that. Like, this which is dude, where this guy should have gone. Like, you know they were letting people go up and say the picks in the draft? If I would have been that person who walked up for the New Orleans Saints, opened the card, and saw Peyton Turner, I would have looked up and been like, and the, New Orleans, Saint, the New Orleans Saints select <laughs> Owosu Karamoa. Um, <laughs> just throw the card like they did not take this guy. I'm yes. not listening to you. I'm smarter than my organization. What is and, that? And when the 28th pick of the first draft, the New Orleans Saints take linebacker Nick Bolton. <laughs> like they they somewhat need a pass rusher, but but oh my god, though like. Oye, uh, Oye, 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 got Oye. like Greg Russo. There's so many other pass rushers on the board. No, man. we're gonna dude, skip them. No. Let's they go with the it. let's go with the fourth rounder, Peyton Turner. No, dude, I'd have even taken Terrence Marshall right here. They could, yeah, Terrence Marshall I, wouldn't I have been taken a bad Terrence pick. Terrence Marshall right here, man. I don't get it. You know, I just think it was dumb. It was very. You could have taken Trayvon Morag right here. Malcolm Jenkins is old. The like, only yeah, people who looked at this pick, already. We... the only people who looked at this pick and like actually smiled of joy are people who hate the New Orleans Saints. Peyton Turner's family. Peyton, yeah. Turner's, Peyton Turner's family. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, well, yeah, no, of course. He's first round salary. Yes, please. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Green Bay. <laughs> That's, do the, that's do two the in exact, a row. Do the exact same thing as the New Orleans Saints and take somebody, uh, Eric Stokes, out of Georgia, who's not bad. But Again, you could have taken Terrence Marshall with this pick. This, You know what I think this pick is? I think this pick is them looking at Aaron Rodgers and saying, fuck you. Like, what? Why do you do that? Look, man, I tell you who loves this oh, pick. Man. Sorry for the language, but like, dude, that's I, terrible. I tell you who loves this pick right now, and it's Jordan Love because guess me. what? I he's the new starting pick. quarterback. Yeah, he's like, yes, Rogers will he's like, leave. Oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, they went defense first. I get to play. No, I I <laughs> love this pick, and here's why I love this pick because we said it in the podcast when we're talking. We're going through these picks. We're talking about what's going to happen, and we get to Green Bay, and it's like, I just feel like Green Bay is going to screw the pooch on this draft, too. And, like, do I think Green Bay should take a receiver? Green Bay should take a wide receiver, take a weapon, help the offense. What do I think Green Bay is going to do? Not 
Take a cornerback. But the thing is, like, I had to put I had to put the receiver in the mock draft right here because that's the logical decision. And for you to try and actually predict what Green Bay is gonna do is like sh- a shot in the dark. You know, you're like you have to put the logical decision because you don't know what yeah. Green Bay is going to take. No, they could have taken we, another another quarterback. They could have. We, oh, well, Kyle Trask is still on the board, guys. <laughs> Why not? Let's do we it. We now know that the Packers. Uh, I thought it was this. Honestly, I think this pick was worse than the Saints pick. I, this is pretty bad. Uh, we go on to the Buffalo Bills at thirty. Well, no, the Gregory Saints Russo at least need a pass rusher, right? You know, <laughs> Packers had no need for this man. He did. It, it wasn't necessary. Buffalo Bills take Gregory Russo. Great I pick, pick. 30. Awesome, uh, awesome pick. pick. Yeah. yeah. Pick. I love it. Yeah, That's a steal, honestly. Should have gone earlier, maybe. Um, Miami but, Miami sent two of the best edge rushers right. in this draft. And they both went in the first right. round. They both deserve to go in the first round. That's a big, I agree. A big mm-hmm. man coming off the edge with great athleticism, and that's just going to help. They're almost an identical person, too. Russo and, and you know, Phillips are so close together in the way. The Bills were kind of in that position where – they could do whatever uh, a little bit. But, and the corners are off the board at that point. It's kind of yep. like, yeah. what else do we do? Let's, let's apply some Caleb, pressure Caleb on that QB. Caleb Farley was in the play right here. for uh, Right, and he's on the Titans. Then, but he's on the Titans. So Yeah, as I say, he's gone. Right. Yeah, the corners, like Matt said, the corners are gone. And and what I was saying, Ben, is like Russo and Phillips, to me, like their energy, the way that they play is very, very, very simple. Oh, yeah. Like they both have that Miami I mean, tenacity, small, you know, like you know, like like Ray Lewis had. You know, like they have that Miami shorter, tenacity, that nasty yeah. defender, and I love it. I think it's a great move. Um, speaking of Ray Lewis, the Baltimore Ravens are next on the board at thirty-one, and take Jason Owe, which I had them taking him at twenty-seven, but they take Owe at thirty-one. And here's my thing about Owe: this man is he's raw he's uh not the most like he's not the most taught you know he's a project but wow is he talented like absolute athletic animal finds his way into the backfield without having any of these tactics that other people have he needs to learn these abilities he needs to learn these different moves and things and once he does, I think this guy could just be an absolute unit for the Baltimore Ravens coming yeah. on the outside. Yes, but do you take him over Joe Tryon or Aziz Ozolari? Oh. Definitely not Ozolari. I don't strictly think, I because don't. strictly because he, he I don't think no so. sacks last season. Take Aziz Ozolari right here. Like, come on, Baltimore. Yeah. I would now, take Aziz Ojulari also because Oa didn't play last season, and that just I'm adds a little bit of risk Joe to Tron the pick. Right here, instead of him as well. All right. Side, uh, note, side note on Oa is he's not going by Jason anymore. He's using his birth name, which is uh, Odafe. Odafe Oa. I'm just gonna he keep wants, calling him No Way Oa. Like he wants to one. be referred to as his uh, his his given name. Nice. That's sick. That's pretty. Cool. Um. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at pick 32 could do whatever the hell they wanted Beautiful because pick. they're set and they do great. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Joe Tryon, he he's nasty, man. He he's big boy coming in there. He's gonna help wreak havoc. That's somebody who's gonna replace probably JPP or, or on the outside for him yeah. in a in a year or two. It's like, like we said in the last episode, they need nothing. Any pick they have is going to be a future uh, builder pick. And right. I think it could have been a little bit early for Tryon. But that's the thing. It's Tampa Bay. They but could literally Bay, do whatever they think, wanted. I think Tryon is in the perfect spot in Tampa Bay, and I think Tampa Bay knows that. Yeah. I don't. It, it's like, hey, man, you got a year to two years to actually develop. Or, you know, if you develop faster than that, we can get you on the field. I think, so, like, um, I like for that. you saying, like, it could be a little bit early for Tryon, but I don't think it is because I think Tryon's going early to mid-second. And so if Tampa doesn't take Tryon here, Tampa doesn't get Tryon. I right. feel that. That's what I'm saying. It, it's like, was it a reach because he's going to the next 10 picks? You yeah. Know? It's right, like, right. Yeah, he he's a he he's in, in the next ten to fifteen picks. He was off the board, so Tampa was either going to take him or have to Here's, get somebody else. The other thing is that it's you can't grade Tampa Bay's pick badly because literally they could have taken anybody. They didn't Anyone. need anything, and they just took somebody to replace someone in the future, and that's all they had to do to have a first round pick look like that. To be able to have your first round pick and just be like. Uh, who are we going to draft as a backup for the next three years with our first-round pick? That's crazy. Props to them. I don't even think you're looking at that. I don't think he's going to be a backup for the next three years. No, I don't either. But, like, if he is, it wouldn't be an issue is the thing. They're in such a good spot. I don't think Tryon's going to be a backup. I'm seeing him on the other side across from uh, Shaq Barrett, and I'm seeing Nasty. Yeah, <laughs> taking JPP. I'm seeing him. scary. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing scary. I'm seeing nasty. I'm seeing push JPP into the middle and let him play with Nadamikin oh, yeah. and Vita Vey and Willie Goldstein. Like, I'm seeing Pass, dirty. Passing dude. down, nasty. Passing down like, to get those people. The right. quarterbacks are going to be. So grabbing themselves. That about wraps up the uh, first round draft and our evaluation of everything. That's um, it. No. Now we Quick recap of our mock timing. drafts. Well, we're just going to reveal what we did is, Gabe, you weren't here, but you got two points if you got the player correctly, the player himself correct. And then you got one point if you at least got the position correct. So max you could get was two, minimum you could get was zero. And even right. with the trades going down, we just kept the positions to the right. Teams. The trades we just we stuck with the team. If the Eagles went up, then we still put the pick with the, our Eagles. So how about Owe going at at thirty one instead of twenty seven for me to the Ravens? No, no, nope. No. That remained in nope. order. What? That's yeah. still in order. That's bull. They, there were, they didn't trade. They didn't I'm trade mad. during the draft. We're just talking about trades during so, the draft. So that's what I said. We all had they a receiver took the player, and a rusher, but we didn't have the – Yeah, Ben's the only I'm one. I'm the only one that right. had receiver than edge rusher. Because it had didn't happen mid-draft. So we didn't even get a point for it. The trade was not mid-draft. They took a player that I said they were going to take, and I got no points for that. <laughs> hey, okay. Well, relax because you still won. I know. It's because I'm better than all of you anyway. Barely, because <laughs> you ended up with 17 points, yeah, which was killer, dude. I mean, you had the first four picks bah. on the nail on the head, man. Uh, Very happy. I was, I was like 
literally on your tail the whole time, and I ended with 16 points. And, I mean, there was... Oh, was there any point? No, there was no point where I was beating you. Oh, yeah. That's what we do out here. Nope. There Running was no it. point where I was beating you. But, like, you'd get ahead, like, four points, and then I'd catch up. And then you <laughs> and I'd catch up, man. It was, it was the whole draft. I was like, oh! Anyway, so you had 17 points, which was awesome. I came in with 16 points right behind you. Matt ended with 11 points. <laughs> and Josh. Let's see it. Even though well, you didn't put Andre Cisco on the board at number four, you still only got seven points, dude. Okay, let me let me tell you all this though. Let me let me um let me give my little argument here. I think that there is thirty-one stupid GMs and there's one <laughs> smart GM, and the only smart GM is the Miami Dolphins GM because he did take Jalen Phillips, just like I told him to. <laughs> but other than that, just like those I told bunch of bastards do. don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I think there are a lot of dumb GMs. I agree with you there. Uh, anyway, that's uh that's our little video episode thing. Hey, y'all throw yeah. in the comments what we should make Josh do as the punishment for losing. Yeah, hey, let us know. Go easy on the guy and make sure that it's something no. we can actually put on YouTube. Ruin him. I no, I'm willing to take uh Hey, no, can we <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna let y'all know. We can make him eat bull testicles. I would actually eat Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah, so I'll send us some bull testicles. Yeah, I'll eat Rocky Mountain oysters. I'll try those out. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. I, even if you're down for it, I'd still love to watch you eat them. Um so that's cool. I'm sure there's people watching this like, hey, they're not that bad, man. I eat them every Saturday night. You know what? <laughs> Fuck. We're going to go with some pickled bull testicles. Then. We'll make it better. <laughs> nope, that I don't want to do. Where you're, no, eating, you're eating pickled uh, bull testicles. Fried. That's I'm going to eat them fried. No. We're going to fry. You know, Rocky Mountain we're gonna I don't want to see the veins. Drop them in a pickle jar, and you're going to just <laughs> drink them out. Awesome. I'm not eating anything I can see with veins. Just We're going to send us a sack and we'll prepare them how, how we see Yes. Them. Matt will <laughs> handle sack. the prepar- preparation <laughs> of the sack. We will grill them on camera. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Doesn't have to be bullsack. For the okay. whole episode, I'll just, just, just flipping testicles. <laughs> Don't worry, before when the episode's over, I'll eat them. It's cool. They just gotta cook right now. Uh, yeah, it's a special. Alright, well that's all for us. You know, this is what do we know. Like, oh, well, subscribe, I'm... follow it all. Do the thing. Mm-hmm. Catch you later, dogs. Goodbye. What do we know? Y'all are gonna forget. Still, still bad. I always forget. Yeah, I know. <laughs>